This is the day the Lord has made. Thank you for joining us in worship today. We praise God for you and however you're listening. We pray the message you receive will allow you to strengthen your relationship in Christ and build his kingdom as we seek God, shape lives, and serve the world. Hallelujah. God is our all in all. What a mighty God we serve. Want to remind us to pick up information pertaining to early voting in the vestibule. Our deaconesses and sponsored by deaconesses and also Delta Sigma Theta has information in the vestibule. Please get that before you leave to help you with voting and assist you in voting. Um, also, we want to just acknowledge and thank the um, Sister Sharon Morgan, um, daughter of Sister Luella Morgan, and sister of Sister Angela. London for gifts of roses to everyone on today, all mothers on today. Thank you all so, so very much on today. Our scripture again is found in Proverbs chapter 6. Proverbs chapter 6, verses 20 through 22. Proverbs 6, 20 through 22. And it reads, My son, keep your father's commandment and forsake not your mother's teaching. Bind them on your heart always. Tie them around your neck. When you walk, they will lead you. When you lie down, they will watch over you. And when you awake, they will talk with you. Let us pray. God, our creator, sustainer, we ask in a special way that you speak to us, that we, your servants, might hear that we would not only be hearers, but we would be followers of your word to do, to do, to do, to do your will, your way, that you may get all the praise, the honor, and the glory. Spirit of the living God, fall fresh on us and allow us to be everything you've called us to be. Bless this awaiting congregation that your word may go forth, that we may be healed, that we may guide, that we may be led by you to do your work. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We recognize mothers on today. It's Mother's Day. And we recognize mothers living and mothers who have yet gone to be with the Lord. Uh, we do that on today. We take time to do that. And as we do that, we give God praise for all mothers. My biological mother, Sister Dorothy Feely Dix Tillman, and my stepmother, I never called her stepmother, I always called her mother as well, but Sister Vivian Vereen Tillman, and my mother-in-law, and I never called her mother-in-law, she was always mother too, Sister Adelou Copeland, um, they all have gone to be with the Lord. And yet we thank God for them and their memories. I also recognize that when I came to First African Baptist Church um, as a young man, some still say as that boy pastor, I had many mothers right here at First African Baptist Church who adopted me and say, you know, that's my son. That's right, that's my son. And I thank God for those who have adopted others um, to be their mothers, to be mothers of others who have officially adopted and unofficially adopted others because 
that love too is so significant and it means so, so very much. Because folk would not only say, I'll be your mother, but they give support as a mother would give support. They would give acknowledgments as needed by only a mother can do. So I remember that I, I, I've of late, I've late when I tell people and people look at me and say, you've been pastoring for 40 years? They said, you, you must have been, you must have been a little boy. I said, no, I, I wasn't even born yet. But I thank God for the opportunity. And if there ever was a time that we need to move into action, if there, ever, if there ever was a time that we need to do what's best for ourselves, our families, our communities, our city, our county, our state, our nation, and this world, the time is now. There's so much injustice, so much confusion, so much apathy, and seemingly no one wants to say or do what must be said and done. We need to do better. We need to do better now as individuals. We need to do better now as a community. We can no longer depend on others to do it for us. We need to move the needle and we need to do it now for the sake of all society. And if we won't do it, just because it needs to be done, maybe on today, on this special day, we might just do it for mother. Our subject today, do it for mother. If we won't stop hating each other because it's the right thing to do, if we won't stop shooting and killing on the streets of Savannah, literally on a daily basis because it's a safe thing to do, if we won't stop destroying the bodies God has given us because it's the healthy thing to do, if we won't stop being mean just because that's the wrong thing to do, if we won't give because it's the prudent thing to do, if we won't do the right thing for the president, if we won't do the right thing for the governor, if we won't do the right thing for the city council or the county commission or the county commission chair or the mayor, if we won't do the right thing because of our teachers, if we won't do the right thing because of our preachers, well, maybe, just maybe, on this Mother's Day, we might do it for Mother. Mother has earned the right for us to listen and to do what she says do. Seeing that we want to better ourselves and do what is right as we strive for excellence in kingdom building, let's take a look on why on this Mother's Day we ought do it for Mother. First, is because mother knows. Mother knows. In Proverbs chapter 6, the last part of that verse says, in Proverbs chapter 6 verse 20, the last part of that verse says, forsake not your mother's teaching. Forsake not your mother's teaching. There was once an old television show entitled, Father Knows Best. <laughs> now, there's a reason why most of you don't know anything about that. But if anyone knows you, if anyone knows us, yeah, if anyone knows anything about us, mother knows. She carried you. She nurtured you before you knew you were you. 
You knew mother before you knew yourself. Even mothers who didn't birth you took the time to learn you, took the time to acknowledge who you are, took the time to see what's going on with you, to learn and acknowledge and find out what makes you tick. Just by being around mother, she had a way of knowing even if she didn't let you know that she knew. Let me say it again. Mother had a way of knowing even if she didn't let you know, know that she knew. They just had a way of, of doing it. To, to tell the truth, the only real time I, I got in trouble with my daddy was when my mama told on me. Because daddy didn't have a clue. <laughs> yeah, we have to recognize that, that mother knows. Mothers know. And there was a time when I thought that mothers really didn't know as a little boy. I'll never forget this. I, I, I said this in the sermon years ago. You might remember this, but as a little boy, I, I, I just didn't like to take baths. I didn't like to, go, especially if you had to go take a bath when the good TV show was coming on. You know, get up and go take your bath. You know, I don't want to watch TV. No, I want to watch it. And, and so I, I, would, I would go in the bathroom and bathtub and turn the water on. <laughs> and I run the water and I'm not, not in the tub or nothing. And, and then just in case mom would listen, I'd take my hand and swish it in the water. But, but just so I wouldn't get caught, I would take the, the wash rag and wipe my stomach off just so there'd be some dirt on the, on the rag. And um, I thought mom was just, mom, I'm crazy. She's let me get away with that. She, mom don't know anything. But then I realized later on and think about it, mom must have known because whenever she would come and, and kiss me goodnight, shit. Put me in bed, she'd kiss me goodnight, and then she'd wipe her lips off. <laughs> so I realized now, mother knew, mother knew. She, but she was teaching me a lesson that if I didn't take a bath, I would start itching and twitching and couldn't sleep. I had hair back then, and I could feel stuff in my hair. And I never could sleep until I got up and go take a bath. Mothers really knew. In scripture, we see that there's a mother who knew something even before he was ready to do what he was ready to do. We find the gospel according to John chapter 2, beginning verse 1. It says, on the third day, there was a wedding at Cana in Galilee. And the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus also was invited to the wedding with his disciples. When the wine ran out, the mother of Jesus said to him, they have no wine. Jesus said to her, woman, what does this have to do with me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, keep this, keep this. His mother said to the servants, do whatever he tells you. Jesus' mother told them, the servants, do whatever he tells you. It goes on to say that now there were six stone water pots there for the Jewish rites of purification each holding 20 or 30 gallons. Jesus told the servants, fill those jars with water. And notice what they did. They were obedient. 
Jesus told them, fill those jars with water, and they went and they filled them. But they filled them to the brim. In other words, they're obeying Jesus, but not have hardly. They're doing what he told them to do the way he told them to do it. Then he told them, now take the, what, what the water you put in there, now take that and serve it to the governor, serve it to others. And they could have said, why are we going to serve water to these people? We, we could be in real trouble for that. But they heard what the Lord said do, and they did it. And as they poured out the water, it had turned into wine. And it was the very best wine because the governor commented and said, wait a minute. Most times you have these festivals and these feasts, they always bring out the good wine first and they get down to the bad wine or not so good wine later on. But, but you saved the best for last. Notice the miracle in this. And this was the very first miracle that's recorded that Jesus did in scripture. But his mother knew. Y'all got to hear me. His mother knew. Say, listen, whatever he says do, do it. Follow his instructions. That is wisdom for us even on today. Mothers know. That's what I'm trying to get us to know. Mothers know. My point is mothers know that we ought do whatever the Lord says do. Y'all got to hear me. Mothers know that we ought do whatever the Lord says do. Secondly, mother cares. Mother cares. In Proverbs 6, 21, it says, Bind them on your heart always. Tie them around your neck. Mother has a way of, get, of getting, even children get in the mother's heart, mothers get in the children's heart. There's a heart connection there, a connection of love, their connection of care. It's been said that people don't care about how much you know until they know about how much you care. Mothers care. We know this. We know mothers care by their actions. We know mothers care by their words. We know mothers care by the sacrifices that they make time and times again, even when we didn't know they were sacrificing. i never forget my, I, um, when I uh, graduated from college and went to, to work at Gold Kiss, uh, I'll never forget that when I went to work there, I'm, I got a, a pretty decent check and I'm not really um, have a lot of expenses, stayed in the trailer, uh, splitting the rent between three other, two other people, and the rent was like $150 a, a month. And I got a good little check coming through, so I went out and got me a brand new car. This is the first car I bought off the lot, brand new. Nobody had ever driven it before, which I don't admonish people to do that today. But I, I went and got a brand new car and, and, um, and drove it back. So I got this car and a car note. And now I get called to the ministry. And I know I need to go and study. I know I need to go and, and just heighten what God has placed in me. I, I never forget when I first started preaching, people say, oh, he preached so good. Uh, even the children can understand him. And after preaching for two years, it sounded like they were saying, he preached so good, but only the children can understand him. <laughs> so I went to seminary. But in order to go to seminary, I didn't have money to go to seminary in the first place, but I trusted God enough to know that if I could get in seminary, God would make a way. And not thinking, um, I have this note, never had a car note or note like that before. I wouldn't even think about that. I'm just going to seminary. I'm going to do what I know God wants me to do. But it was my mother that took on that car note. It, she made it her responsibility. It was, it was not her crisis. It was my crisis. 
And how many times have we had a crisis and our mothers took our crisis on as her crisis? Well, well mother steps in. We, we made the bad decision. But mother is there to help undergird us and try to make sure that it's all right for you because she want to see you get higher than what you've ever been before. I just saying to today, mother cares in crisis time. Mother cares in times of need. Mother cares when she was sacrificed of herself. Many times not telling you this is a sacrifice. Many times not telling you I, I can't do this. But we know that mother cares. That's another reason why we ought to do this and do it for mother. Thirdly, lastly, I want to say that mother's teachings are eternal. What a mother teaches lasts forever. Proverbs 6.22 says, When you walk, they will lead you. When you lie down, they will watch over you. And when you awake, they will talk with you. What I'm saying is the teachings of your mother will lead you, watch over you, and speak to you even when your mother is gone. Because when mother has been doing what she's been doing and doing her best is to teach us eternal truths. Mother's not just teaching us things that we can learn for today and say, I feel better today. The truth that mother is teaching us are truths that will be with us throughout eternity. The bottom line is, the mother who knows and the mother who cares desire that this joy that we have will not be a temporary joy. The lesson will not be a temporary lesson, but will last throughout eternity. So that's why our mothers are teaching us this, simply. That's all this is about. Mother teaches us simply. Same as the mother of Jesus taught those at the wedding of Cana, John 2 and 5. His mother said to the servants, do whatever he tells you. What better day for us to realize the importance of winning 10 for Christ? What better day for us to realize that those who don't know Christ ought to come to know Christ and mothers and others ought to encourage the unsaved to be saved? What better time is it to realize that if we are saved, we will live the way that we ought live in this world and we won't, don't have to be concerned about all the various laws and the things people come up with. We don't have to have a law to tell us not to kill and, and not to steal from one another because that is covered if you come to know the Lord because we will love each other. Notice the word of God is a word that will help us and undergird us where we can have joy and peace right here, right now. Notice that if we're following what our mothers are telling us and our mothers are telling us to do what the Lord says do, the mothers are telling us to follow God's word and to do God's will. It's a great thing because we know it's God's will that none should perish. It's God's will that we all will make heaven our home. It's God's will that we would have peace and joy. May it be, may, listen, may we live on this earth as it is in heaven. It's God's intent that we would have joy and peace, but yet we have to go through trials and tribulations. In John, he tells us, in this world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. How can we be of good cheer in the midst of the trials? How can we be of good cheer in the midst of our tribulations? We could be of good cheer because he said, I have overcome the world. That's why mom, I can remember even grandma was singing in the midst of all she was going through in a house, a two-bedroom house, and she had all the grandchildren in there because all her children would drop us grandchildren off to her house and they're gone by their business for the summer. 
And all of us got to know each other in that house, a house where you could look in the, in the crack in the floor and see the ground. A house that we thought just wasn't sustainable, but we had love, we had joy there. A house when grandmother went to fix her plate and uh, she'd have her plate and fix us all food. And if somebody said, I wanted some more, she would take her plate, go back in the kitchen and take some off her plate and put on our plate. I'm talking about a time when you realize that it's more about just the resources that we have, but it's about following God's word. And how do I know that she's following God's word? Because when she was washing clothes, and there was a time when you had to literally wash clothes. I mean, you had to wash. Now, I'm not talking about put it in the washing machine and the washing machine. No, I'm talking about there was a time when you had the number four tub, the, whatever the number was. I don't know what the number was, but the tub is, and you put the water in the tub, and, and you got the soap and put there, and you took it, and you got a scrub board, and you scrub each item of your clothes. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, grandma would be doing that, and she's scrubbing clothes, and, and, tell, and I know about that because she said, no, boy, you're going to do your own socks. So I had to learn how to scrub my socks and get them clean and, and rinse them out. But, but we understand that there, there was a time when, when they did that, when they went through it, but when she was doing that, she was singing, what a friend we have in Jesus, all our sins and griefs to bear, what a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. She started washing and she started doing great things. She sang, amazing grace, how sweet the sound. And she'll be singing all these various songs of the church, and she'll be singing those songs as she's going, and it's coming to all of our grandchildren, coming to all of our minds and our hearts as she's singing, and, and as she's sung before her children, and her children were having everybody else to sing and to pray. We realized that she was putting some eternity in us. And my, my, listen, my brothers and sisters, you might have mothers, and we say, well, you know, mothers are not like they used to be. Well, listen, they're still mothers. Somebody say to mother, listen, I know mothers care about their children regardless of whatever else we might say about mothers in 2022. We know they care about their children and they want the best for their children. And I'm saying that every mother knows that the best that your child can have is a relationship with Jesus Christ and Lord and Savior. Know that the best your child can have is to know that God loves them and God cares for them. The best your child can have is to know that Jesus came through 40 and two generations, came to this earth and went about doing good. Out of all the good he did, Folk talked about him, ridiculed him, called him everything but a child of God. It will help your child to realize that in the midst of bad times, in the midst of difficult times, they don't have to get out of character. They don't have to get mad. They don't have to fuss. They don't have to cuss. They don't have to shoot somebody. They can realize that God will sustain because Venus is mine, said the Lord. I will repay. We can teach them patience. We can teach them to be kind and loving. We can teach them to have the fruit of the Spirit in their lives. It's the things that the Lord is teaching us, we have to teach our children. We can show them how it was that he was mistreated, but yet he didn't say a mumbling word. We see that he had power and authority, but he didn't use that against others. He was an example to us of how we ought to love in the midst of hate. He was showing us how we ought to care in the midst of uncaring people. He was showing us of how we can stand tall when others are trying to pull us down. He was showing us how we can look to the hills from which cometh our help, because all of our help comes from the Lord. He was showing us how they took him from judgment hall to judgment hall after they arrested him and beat him all night long for your sins and my sins. He took on our sins and he marched up the Golgotha's hills where they put nails in his hands and nails in his feet with a crown of thorns on his head. But can you see our Lord and Savior as he's dying on the cross for you and for me in all of his pain? He said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. 
How many of us can say, Father, forgive them in the midst of our pain, in the midst of our anguish, in the midst of how others are treating us? He said, if we could tell them, Father, forgive them. That only helps you to be a little bit better. Oh, look at what the Lord has done. Look at how the Lord has done for us. He took on our sins. He took on our wrongness. He took on what we've done wrong. He took it with him to the cross. And the Bible says, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He died. He died for all of your sins. He died for all of my sins. What can wash away our sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make us whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. He died. He died. He died. He died. But the story doesn't stop there. That's how I'm encouraged. Even though my mother has died. Even though my mothers have died. Even though my grandmother has died. Even though my grandmothers have died. What can encourage me today? Because death is not the end. Death is just the beginning. Jesus died, but the story doesn't stop there. They placed him in a borrowed tomb. He stayed there all night Friday. Stayed there all day Saturday. Stayed there all night Saturday night. But early, I said early, on that Sunday morning, he got up with power over the grave, victory over death. He got up with power. Power, wonder-working power is in the blood of the Lamb. He got up. He got up. He got up. So look at what he did. He got up and he showed himself to over 500. They saw him walking and talking on earth. Then he ascended into heaven and sent back the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit to live in us. The Holy Spirit to guide us. The Holy Spirit to help us to heed the words of our mothers, the Holy Spirit to help us to heed the word of the Lord and to do what the Lord said do. We gotta thank God for the Holy Spirit. Thank God that Jesus died and rose. Thank God that we have an opportunity for life everlasting because of what he did. And that's the story. We've got to tell everywhere we go. They may not understand it all, but let them know how much God loves us. God loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. I get it. Why some folk don't want to come to church. I get it. Why some folk don't even want to watch church. I get it because us church folk, many times are so critical and condemning about everything and everybody. I get it. But notice what the Bible says right behind John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. But John 3.17 says, For God did not send his son into the world that he might condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. It would do us good to quit condemning so much and start loving more and start knowing God loves the world. That's everybody. And we too ought to love everybody. And if you're a part of this aggregation, 
and you have not accepted Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, come join a people who are not perfect. Come join a people who are trying to do our best. Come join a people who have sinned and come short, knowing that the ways of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. Come join a people that want to work with you, that want to walk with you, to help us get what the Lord wants us to get. If you won't do it for any other reason, on this Mother's Day, please do it for Mother. Give your heart to God. Say yes, Lord, to his will and to his way. Say yes, Lord, I hear you and obey. Today is a day of decision. Today is a day when you get to say, Mother, I love you so much that I know you love me so much that I want to give my heart to God. I want God to move in me and help me to be a better son. Help me to be a better daughter. Help me to be a better person. And if your mother has gone from labor to reward, I can see her looking over the balconies of heaven saying, that's my child who's coming and going to be with me. Won't you take time right now to think about his grace. Think about his mercy. Think about his love. Consider giving yourself to Christ. If you're here on today and you want to accept Jesus Christ, the Lord and Savior, if you're watching on YouTube and Facebook and on the podcast, there's a prayer we need you to pray. If you want to accept Christ, I'm not putting anybody on the spot, but if you want the Lord in your life today, the Bible says, if you shall confess in your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart God is raised from the dead, you shall be saved. That's the word. I'm going to pray a prayer that if you believe this, the Lord will come to your life. And i tell you what you need to do when you accept Christ if you're online. If you're here in the building, after praying this prayer, if you want to give your life to Christ on this day, just come forward. We'll distance ourselves. Just come and stand here. And we'll pray with you. And then we'll get your information and begin to share with you. But we ask if you're here today and want to accept Christ, if you're online and want to accept Christ, please repeat these words after me. Let's pray together. If you want to accept Christ, say, Father, I have sinned. I have not been all I should be. I am sorry for my sins. I want to turn from my sins. I believe in my heart. Jesus died for my sins and rose from the grave. I'm willing to trust you, God, all the days of my life. Holy Spirit, come into my life and help me to be what you want me to be. I will tell others that you saved me. Thank you, God, for saving me right now. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Come on, let's celebrate with all of those who accepted Christ on today. And if you're here today and want to come forward, Come on, stand out, walk on down the aisle right here, stand with us, and we're just thanking God for you on today as you publicly acknowledge that you're committing your life to Christ. Won't you come?
even as you continue to contemplate, even as you take time to talk to your family about a relationship with the Lord, just know that we love you, we're praying with and for you, and as you continue to pray with and for us. Again, happy Mother's Day. Enjoy this day. Allow God to just, just be in your life and just have joy on the day that the Lord has given. Glad to see everybody who's here. Glad to see all the families together. Glad to see you coming and accepting and having a great time in the Lord. Let's prepare now to leave. And uh, as we leave, we're asking that after the prayer that everyone would be seated. The choir is going to sing an outstanding number that will touch your hearts. You don't want to miss it. So as they're singing and just giving joy, you want to hear this. And I know you're going to, going to be upset when the usher come to your seat and ask you that now you can leave. I know you don't want to leave when they say that, but we want to ask that you would leave as the ushers or escort you out. And again, just don't crowd each other. Keep space. The ushers will help you with that. Keep space as we're acknowledging that we are still in the midst of a pandemic. And thank you all for keeping your masks on. Thank you all for coming and for sharing with us in worship. Let us pray. God, we love you. We adore you. We magnify your name. Thank you for loving us and caring for us. God, we ask in a special way you would just bless mothers as only you can on this day. Bless them and bless their families, bless their children. Bless them. They have a great time on today. And now we ask that the grace of God, the love of Jesus, and the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit would rest rule in the Bible that now henceforth and forevermore. Let all the people of God say amen and praise God. Remain connected to us as we build God's kingdom together. Join us on Facebook at the historic First African Baptist Church and our website, firstafricanbc.com. You may also contribute through an app called Givelify, G-I-V-E-L-I-F-Y. May God bless you and thank you for worshiping with us.